What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Off Darrell. And your girl, Tori Rex. And this is From the Mouth of Babes. Where wisdom doesn't always come with age. Yeah. So, firstly, we wanted to... um, Definitely, we wanted to explain what the meaning behind our, like, you know, the name of our podcast is. Because it can be a little, like... It can throw people off. So, um, basically, when it comes to, like... um, so I thought of it. So our acronym is FTMB. You know, it can mean a few things. But uh, what we got, what we mean it for. <laughs> <laughs> what we got it for is from the mouth of babes. Okay. So anyway, when I was younger, so my grandma used to like say it in a shady way. And like I had heard it on TV before. And it when I heard it, what I always thought it meant is like, children picking up on things that they shouldn't be picking up on or children picking up on things that adults are like you know because like especially in the black community and that's another like reason you know our our, that's another theme of our podcast you know being young and being black so like in the black community it's it's a big thing that like a child stays in a child's place so Mm -hmm. yeah so when a child can sometimes pick up on things that adults are doing or talking about or or recognize uh mannerism or or patterns that adults are doing it it you know like from and, and say something about it it's like oh from the mouth of babe so my grandma used to say it in a shady way to my uncle when we would like un- pick up things that he would do that she already would be complaining about so that's my take on it so Another take that I also think is kind of cool, biblically, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength. So that basically just means that from wisdom stems from a younger version of yourself. So I feel like we all have that wisdom in us since we're little. And I remember when I was young and my aunties used to be like, stay out of grown folks business. But big TT, <laughs> <laughs> big TT. But we never stayed out of grown folks' business, so we were always wise from from the age of five. Period. Oh, that's a bar. <laughs> always wise. That's a bar. Not Tori Minaj in a building. <laughs> <laughs> Very much Tori Minaj. But so today we're gonna um we're gonna start off by talking about. A couple of things that we bring to the table. So I'm going to let Darrell go first. Yes. Okay. So for our tip of the day today. Um, so tip of the day, mind your business. I mean, we already know this. This is something that I feel like everyone should do anyway. Um, I also want to comment on something that like, I feel like it's so stupid. But anyway, I feel like when people be like, you're self-centered, I always ask the question of like, who else am I supposed to center around? Like, this is my life. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like if people minded their business, life would be so, like, so much better. And I'm not the only one that thinks that. 102-year-old Annie Mae Bellin from Darlington, South Carolina, says the key to living a long life is minding her own business. So what do you think? And about I know that? that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let them know, Greg. Let them know, Greg. Hunt the horn on them. Because, baby, them elders. Them elders. They know. But see, I, I, you know what? Not to be funny, but I, what, what does she mean by mind her business? Like, was she the type of girl that when they were all getting sprayed by water hoses during the civil rights, she, like, walked by and minded her business? Oh, uh, no. Was- she just walked past. Or, like, was she the type of girl? She was like, oh. 
happened to me though. Let yeah, me y'all stay safe. <laughs> y'all stay safe. <laughs> so like for real, know. baby girl did not take a back seat on the back of the bus. I <laughs> it's okay. It's not y'all month no more. She definitely took a back seat on the back of the bus and had no problems because she was minding her business. <laughs> like he had she no wasn't problem. even on the bus, real. Ooh, <laughs> she was carpooling. She was very much carpool. Uber XL. Goodbye. Uh, in nineteen, <laughs> in wait, if she's one hundred and two, what is it? Twenty. It's twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Eighty years ago. I'm mean, well. No. What would that be? Okay, so let's do. Uh, you know, I don't do good with math, y'all. I so just finished my math 20, class. Okay, so it'd be twenty twenty. Oh, so she was born in nineteen twenty. So, did they have? They didn't have no goddamn on Uber in nineteen. They didn't have no taxis in nineteen twenty. Oh, Wasn't yeah. they on horses? Did they have planes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. Who was the first? Who was the first woman to uh, fly a plane? Amelia Earhart. Yeah, but that doesn't. That they had planes, like you know, you can go from MCI to ATL type planes. Or oh, I don't know if they had. I don't know if they had airport. I don't think. I don't know if like that was a real thing. Mm. Regardless, regardless. But anyway, definitely, <laughs> it's definitely in my ministry to mind my business. Only, and it's not even really like it's. It's kind of like naturally. Like I just don't really care to be in other people's business. Now, I mean, if you come tell me your business, I'm gonna listen. My ear is always open. <laughs> my ear is always open. That's the same thing I say about y'all in these close friend stories on Instagram, baby. My eyes are always open. And my mind is finally here. <laughs> but I'm a definitely, I'm definitely, what's that military slogan? Don't ask, don't tell. I'm definitely, I'm definitely, don't ask me nothing and I'm not going to tell you nothing. Don't ask me, do I know what's that? No, I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like what? <laughs> you be safe. Be safe. <laughs> you be safe. And I hope I'm the only one because I'm trustworthy. There's a lot of people out here. Mm. Get to running them gums, bumping them gums. <laughs> running around the streets with your business and then I'm gonna know that I'm you told me and then I'm gonna know because your friend told me <laughs> and then it's gonna run back to me he said she said she said and I'm gonna run with it because I like it because <laughs> I like it She's I like the dramatic I just shot a man down <laughs> In Central Station. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Clearly, this is going to be a clownery of a podcast. Um, <laughs> it's not. She said, Mando. <laughs> you okay. So, now. <laughs> Stop, bro. <laughs> Next up, okay, y'all, next up, next up, we want to start to get into our first segment on our first episode ever, and it's going to be Texturism. We're going to be discussing Texturism. Now, I don't know if y'all have ever seen Napoli Ever After. Really cool movie. Y'all should go check it out. It's a Netflix original, but that movie really dives in to the whole movement around Texturism. Now, if you don't know what Texturism is, basically... It is uh, 
kind of like colorism, but with a little spin, and we add a little bit of hair in it. So basically, let's say that your mama has 4C hair, and you have 3C hair. And you come up to your mama, you said, dang, girl, your hair is nappy. <laughs> my hair is not nappy. This is my natural texture. Coily, beautiful. And you're like, girl, your hair is nappy. You need to brush that. <laughs> <laughs> basically they'd be like are you being texturist are you being texturist right now yes so let's give a little (laughs) bit of backstory to why we decided to choose so we go to which i mean if you're listening to the podcast you know who we are don't play don't play (laughs) the illustrious well i go to the illustrious morehouse and my spellman sister this young beautiful spellmanite goes to yes ma'am the illustrious (laughs) spellman college the number one hbcu in america let them know greg so we are spell house so we go to school with a lot of intelligent black like-minded individuals so we have a friend group and one time we were at the library um i don't i think it was during finals week it was during finals week we were cramming for our finals in a study room at clark yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) at the uh woodruff wilson yeah woodruff wilson club woody if y'all know y'all know what y'all know club woody (laughs) <laughs> okay anyway we can real get up um <laughs> <laughs> anyway so i was saying like i have a good grade of hair like i was like yeah i have good hair da, da, da. and one of my friends was like "Ooh, don't say that and i was like what do you mean like don't say i have good hair i do like don't play with me like Mm-mm-mm. and she was like basically to say like that i have good hair and to say someone else has bad hair and usually um usually the people that quote unquote have good hair have more eurocentric standards of hair like mm-hmm. um, can can um that is straighter is long is um more uh, looser more more manageable yeah and what's the word uh what uh per- not perpendicular what's the parallel like the hair parallel you know with black people hair it's like um our hair can be i don't know how to explain it but yeah whatever you get what i'm saying and so she was saying that for someone to have 4C, right? That's the that's the quote unquote. That's natural. the coarsest hair. Coarsest, that's the word. That's the coarsest hair. She said for me to say that they have bad hair, it, it's texturous because the texture of their hair, just because it's different, doesn't make it quote unquote bad. However, to be honest with you, that's how I was raised. I was raised off the belief of like nappy hair is bad hair. And I we wanted to talk about texturism because we wanted to talk about why is that. And how do we implement this into our children? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I never heard of texturism and I never even thought of it like that until having a conversation. And me being, you know, the Sag, Moon, and the Virgo <laughs> that I am, you Big can't Sag tell energy. me. Yeah, yeah. You can't really tell me much. And so I'm like, mm. but once my friends sat down and explained it to me, I have felt... I had understood it. Let me put it like that. I understood their point of view and it kind of changed my point of view. So now I don't say that I have like, well, I, okay. I do say that I have good hair because I believe I have good hair, but I don't say like, Oh, other people hair is, is bad. And I also don't use the word nappy. Mm-hmm. I think, what should we start on? Should we talk, talk about, um, why is it? Or, or should we talk about first? Well, yeah, let's first talk about why or like why, where this, where do we think the belief came from? You can go first, Tori. 
I think that the belief of nappy hair stems back way before civil rights movement, way before the relaxer was even a thing. This goes all the way back to slavery. And we have to start off by when the colonists came and they took our land, y'all. They came and they took over. (laughs) Wrong wrong group of people. You know who I'm talking about. They all the same people. The colonizers, yes. But I'm talking about you said they took our land, baby. We are well, I do got a little Cherokee, you know. Ah, uh, okay, 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 okay. I'm referring to Africa, y'all. They came to Africa on a boat. Y'all know how the story goes. They kidnapped our ancestors and taught us to hate ourselves. And that's, that's where it stems at. They came, we came and we saw all the pretty white mistresses and the slaves wondered why their hair couldn't slick back. Yeah. I mean, let's really get into it. Honestly, when I was younger, when I was younger, see me, I have really, really thick, very, very thick hair. Not coarse, but it's very thick. Um, And my sister also probably has around like 3C, 4A hair, my mom. So we all probably have like the same hair texture, but my mom never knew how to do my hair. So when I was younger, she said, take me to the hair salon early in the morning, Saturday morning. I would get in that chair at 7 a.m. and I would not leave that hair shop till 12. And I would sit there and I would get a texturizer. I would get a blowout, a straighten, all because they hated the curls. Mm. all because they hated the curls and it's, it's really sad not to cut you off but were these hairdressers caucasian they were definitely black oh they were definitely black and that's really that's really what's sad is because it was our own black women that wanted that wanted my hair to be so tamed. I remember being in that seat and I would cry. I would cry because my hair was so thick that the blow dryer attachment would literally fall off. Oh my god! And my hair would be getting raked and like just raked out to get straight, to get silky straight. But really, we have to really dive into why is it that straight hair is the standard of beauty? Well, let's be honest here. So I also want to talk about. Well, I'm gonna just throw this in there but anyway my ignorance to the issue is also because i'm a boy Mm -hmm. so i younger other than because i have dreads now but prior to having dreads i either got my head braided in like cornrows or i would i would have a haircut i've never had like you know what i mean i never had long big puffy hair or you know what i mean or not even big and puffy but like you know like the type of way girls hairs are like Mm -hmm. got my hair braided like that so i've never really even had straight hair it's always been the way it is Mm -hmm. um but anyway to add to your point there is a simple answer it's because white people or caucasian people whatever you want to call it they are the ones who created, quote unquote, what beauty is. They created the beauty standard. That's why when, you you know, they talk about models, well, back, you know, for a very long period of time, models had to be a certain way. Tall, slender, with, with um, minimal uh, facial, um, facial, like a smaller nose, smaller lips, but, but stronger jawlines. And guess who looks exactly like that? People from the top of the Caucasian mountains in Poland. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, these people know the most people don't look like this. Most people have lips. Most people have <laughs> full lips, longer, elongated noses, bigger noses. 
most people aren't six foot or in cases of women, five nine, five eleven. And most people that shop and buy clothes are not like this. However, that's where the fashion beauty standards, like for example, like Versace. Versace is based out of Italy. I think Burberry is based out of Italy. Let me mm-hmm. do is Burberry um I think that isn't Burberry um Paris France. Is it? Um okay. Where uh, what, what what would I Google? <laughs> um Burberry Paris. Yeah, it is Paris. Yes. So when you go and you look at the top, oh, actually, no, it was founded in Basing, Basingstoke, U- the UK. Oh, wow. Prada was found in Milan, Italy. Gucci was found in Florence, Italy. Louis Vuitton was found in Paris, France. Um, Those are the top four that popped up. But anyway, that's what I mean. So the people that were creating, because those are fashion staples everyone wears versace when but you know when you think of versace you think of mm, ooh la la rich this is this is fashion this is culture this is what someone will model like my mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I model and i will like when i start modeling for burberry and prada and gucci and louis and versace i that is when i know that i've reached like the peak like it gets no better than that Mm-hmm. the issue with that is those creators of those lines and those brands were white and that became the beauty standard it even is in that way when it comes to um icons in 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 media honestly and and you know they might they might tear my head up for this but i don't care until until and i don't care what anyone says and i don't and i'm not a um let me say this first. I'm not a plastic uh, surgery shamer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you don't like it, it is fixed if you can afford it. But I will say this. Until the Kardashians got BBLs. They were not bad. No. Oh, my God. I no. That's what I got to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Until- Tell the Kardashians got BBLs curves and to be curvy and voluptuous like black women are was not was not cute. Until Kylie Jenner got lip fillers, big lips were not a cute thing. It took white women to appropriate black features. And I'm not gonna say that they did it on purpose. I think they just saw something in black women that they liked and just I mean they could afford it. You know what I mean? I don't think You they know just, what like, this reminds me of, Ro? What? This reminds me of a story that came out a couple of years ago when this white woman pretended to be a black woman her whole life. And I'm trying yes, to find yes, it right now. She got her skin like tan. Rachel Dolezal. Rachel Dolezal. That lady is a menace to society, y'all. She not only pretended to be a African-American activist, an American instructor, but she also wore a king curly wig every single day and said that that was her real hair. Maybe and she bought it though. She bought a, it and got a tan and got a tan. But let's talk when about I tell y'all this lady looks light skinned, light skinned black lady. If I saw her on the street, but I just find it so weird that beauty standards when it's on a black person is because, for example, we can talk about tanning. White. Well, she went to uh, Howard. She went to Howard. Who went to Howard? She graduated from Howard. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. 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 Howard. 2002, she graduated from Howard. 
Howard hotties. What y'all gotta say? She is Y'all, women. I'm really coming for y'all right now, Howard. Howard. I'm sending prayers. Howard. Y'all really let this lady attend y'all school? Eve. Uh-uh. Anyway, getting back to the texturism. Yeah. This is this is something that the black community has faced for a long time. A really long time. And you know, if we go back and I can still talk to like my aunties and my mama about this type of stuff. And slowly but surely, natural hair is making a breakthrough. But like I said, slowly but surely, because we still have the overlap of wigs, weaves, bundles. We want our hair to flow in the wind. Nobody and slick back their hair and have to put it in a puff. Like, you know, I understand. I don't think that to me, just kind of like plastic surgery, I'm not against wigs. I feel like if you want a pink wig, thick, give them whiplash, do that. Litter, like baby, I just want, <laughs> I just want to whoop, 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 whoop. Yes, whoop, whoop. but if you want a grand rising kinky curls, my sister, then do it. Then do care. it, baby. Do your. But hair. my a lot of a lot of women in the natural hair community are very aggressive when it comes to wigs. They're like, <laughs> it has to be this texture. It has to be like our texture. Why are we wearing the white woman's hair? First of all, don't nobody wear no white woman's hair, baby. This hair Brazilian. First of all, I'm serious. We do not want, we do not want this hair. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not to even say we don't want it, but it's not good for wigs. It's not. It falls out. It falls out. It sheds. It's too thin. It's not good for wigs. It's it's, Mm -mm. it's not good for wigs, period. And um, I just think personally, when it comes to texturism, and I think this, you know, is our message. We as a black people need to embrace blackness, but we don't necessarily have to force it upon people. If I were real. back to the tip of the day, minding our goddamn own business, <laughs> to have my hair freaking purple, green, and yellow, let me. Why do you let me? If I want to get a relaxer, let me. If I want to wear the curls, let me. If I want to do a silk press, let me. Because you have the freedom to do that. Yes, and I think that we need to as one one thing that I that I commend, but I also am against at the same time, is a lot of people say, create the spaces you want to see yourself in. Correct. Mm-hmm. But we also need to make white people and people of other race, let me not just target white people, but white, Asian, Indian, Native American, anything if you're not African American or African descent, any other race, we need to make them deal with our hair. We shouldn't have to create our own space because they don't accept us in theirs. We accept them in ours. Anytime anything happens with POC, also known as people of color, black people are down and out to support the cause. And it's never reciprocated. Boom, 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 boom. Ding, ding, ding. Let them know, Greg, because this is crazy (laughs) that they don't. Like, honestly, let's talk about it. And one thing, and I'm going to just put this out there and then we can move on. When the Asian people, when it was in, I think it was Atlanta, when there was an, when what was that Atlanta? When the man came and shot those Asians and did. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got, yeah, I know. And that was it in a nail salon. The huh? Or was it in? Was I remember a nail salon got, got shot? I think it was a nail salon. I'm not sure. And excuse us for being not politically correct, but let's just be clear. That's what happened. That's a white man 
committed of act of terror against a group of Asian people. And black people were ten toes in the mud, ready to back them up, ready to support them. But have we ever had support in Black Lives Matter? Did we have support when a white man just recently did this year, or was that this year, or was that was that 2021 when the white man went into the um, grocery store and killed all of those black people? That was definitely 2022. That was a couple months ago. Yeah, that was on that. Like, where was our support? No one's even talking about that now. Or let's talk about the. That's um, because it it happens so often that people just become immune to it, and it's sad, but it's human nature. That's BS. And so that's what I mean. Yes, I commend people that create spaces for Black people and, you know, put Black people on top. Do that. Well, that's great. That's that's building generational wealth and building generational spaces. Like, if you create a company that's Black-owned and Black-led for Black people, it'll never die. But we also need to go into spaces that we have seen in the past are not welcoming to Black people and make them accept us and make them welcome us. Why? Because they, they, they want what we have. They... They go and get their lips the shape of black people. They go and get their hair. They go and, and, and copy trends of black people. Because no one was, let's be clear, no one was wearing a pink wig before, before um, uh, what is her name? Jesus. Onika? No, not Onika. <laughs> Who was wearing that pink wig? I'm trying to think of it. It's like. Who wore a pink wig? Um, dang. Uh, she, oh my God. I'm trying to think. Let me think. Look him. Look him. Ah, that's the original OG, though. No one was rocking pink wig. I mean, of course, Nicki Minaj made it natural. And then what's that called? But no one was doing that. No one was doing that. And no other, other, no, not no white people. Not especially people. Like, if you go to China, they literally copy everything Nicki Minaj does. It's so weird. I mean, of course, they're her fans. But, like, when you go to China, us as black people have created so many things that are now nationally and in other countries, and we get nothing for it. Oh my! I God. remember what was that music video with the with the Asians? They were dressed up as black people in a hair store, literally like curly wigs and everything, and it was like a Chinese music video. And That's... I was like, "What in the?" <laughs> Or like, you know, or like it was crazy that we literally had to do a pouring of outcrying and getting upset that the girls who created um the renegade dance were not getting their credit. But freaking uh whatever her face, Demilio, was going viral. But you know that's all what it's about, and that's how it's always been on TikTok. Black artists and black creators are lower to the bottom. Bottom <laughs> We our views are not going up. Come on now. <laughs> Come on. But look, y'all, I really want y'all to hear the music of the day. Um, it's a song called I Am Not My Hair. Obviously, it relates to our segment of actors in today, and it is by India Ari. I'm gonna play a little bit of it for y'all. Rel, have you heard this song before? Oh, actually. So it's gonna be Rel's first time. Yay! <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start it for y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm bopping. Because that just reminded me, 
Um, I couldn't get no job. Literally, my uncle had to cut off his locks oh, to get Lord. a job in white America. You all, you know what I want to talk about? I ain't going to talk about that. I ain't going to talk about that. Never mind. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But you know what's crazy? Black people do the same thing to other black people. And, and it's not even at jobs. You know what I'm talking about. I ain't going to say it. But you know what I'm talking about. Who makes people cut their hair? Mm. 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 I ain't going to say mm. it. Hey, Baby, you need to big chop. Them ends looking a little bit straight. <laughs> it's so weird that white people have been able to brainwash us into hating ourselves. Honestly, like it's sad. Jeez, Louise. Like, like. <laughs> anyway, y'all do better. I guess that's the point. Do better. Yeah, and I have another song. We're not gonna play it, but if you want to listen to a song that might help you. Don't touch my hair by um my hair by the queen Solange Knowles. Yeah, get into it. Don't play with her. Don't touch, touch my hair. <laughs> Don't touch what's there. Okay, <laughs> first of all, but yeah, that's just let's close it out. Yeah. You us as black people, we need to embrace ourselves, our dark skin, our curvaceous bodies. Are, 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 and the thing about it is, let's be honest, there's not, every every black woman in the world doesn't have, quote unquote, nappy hair. Every black woman in the world is not curvaceous. So that's another thing that we also need to do. Embrace your body, what God gave you. And if you don't like it and you got that money, run to Cuba. <laughs> get them new teeth, get them barkers, get them biters. I went to Miami just to see Dr. Miami. Yeah, yeah. Get them. What did little baby say? I want the um. I don't want them big old teeth. <laughs> yeah, do you? I mean, if you want them big old teeth, do it. Like, I personally believe in, and I'm a strong believer, and that's why I was the tip of the day of minding my business, doing what makes me happy is great because I am the most consistent person in my life, and I am the only person that has to look in the mirror and be okay with how I look. is all we really need i think so i think we're gonna wrap it up right here so thank y'all for listening thank y'all for listening come on mb from the mouths of babes yes where wisdom doesn't always come with age mb f t m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m b m